don't know how I got there one verse here. Forgive me. My goodness. Oh Lord. Twenty-two forty-four. Okay, praise the Lord. Gospel of Luke twenty-two. That will begin with verse uh, 40. Verse 40. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone, stone cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, Remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling to the ground. And when he arose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping and said unto them, Why sleep ye? Arise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. Praise the Lord. Lord God, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you will speak to us tonight. God, talk to us. I pray, God, I put myself in your hands. I pray, God, that we will receive your word. Talk to us, Lord, draw nigh unto us. Let your word become real to us, God. Lord, let it come real to our lives, our hearts. Lord, in the name of Jesus, speak to us, O God. Roll up, we got your spirit and roll up by your word, God. Move in our lives, O God. Open our understanding, God. I love you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we ask you to have your way and speak to us, God. In Jesus' name, I ask it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I was reading these scriptures here. Let, let us pray first. Lord God, I pray that you would anoint my lips of clay. I pray, God, that you would talk to us. I pray, God, that you would have your way. In the name of Jesus, let your word become real. In Jesus' name I ask it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I'm not going to keep you long tonight. Praise God. <clears throat> But I'm talk, we're going to talk uh, about an effective prayer. A prayer that gets results. Praise the Lord. We read here in the Bible where Jesus prayed. Humanity, not divinity, but humanity was praying to divinity. He was in his human body. The Bible says God manifested himself in the flesh. He was all human and all God. And the Bible says that Jesus Christ, when he was going through all this, he didn't partake of divinity to strengthen himself. 
God. He was feeling the weight of sin, the heaviness of all the world upon his shoulder. Praise God. Amen. As he felt the weight of sin upon him of the whole world. The Bible says that he was praying in the Holy Ghost and he was praying so earnestly that the sweat of his forehead was coming down like big drops of blood. He was going through a pain in his, in his cell, praise God. And it's hard to understand some things in the Bible. But we got to accept what the Word of God says. Nevertheless, the Bible says he prayed fervently. Yeah. Fervently. Yeah. He prayed with everything that he had. Yeah. Not only was he praying for himself that he could go through this ordeal, that he was going to die in your behalf and in my behalf. The weight of the world of sin was upon him. Yeah. And it was horrible for him to become sin at the very moment for you and me. Praise God. The sin was upon him. The curse of the world was upon him. Right. He was taking your curse, your sin, murders, whoremongers, rapists, all the sin of the world was upon him. And he prayed, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass through me, by me. But not my will. Nevertheless, let your will be done. Praise God. Amen. He was praying, the Bible says, that an effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Praise God. Right. We just don't pray half-heartedly. When you pray, you gotta give it all you got. Yes. I said you gotta give it all you got. Amen. Amen. And let God get a hold of you. Amen. Let God get a hold of your spirit. Let God get a hold of your heart. Let God get a hold of your life. Let God get a hold of your mind. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. And God will see us through. Praise the Lord. He was given us an example, praise God. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 26 says that the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered because we don't know how to pray you did in the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost, when you have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost comes inside of you and prays through you in the Spirit with groanings and moanings. Right. I don't know if you ever felt, felt it when you pray deep in the Spirit. That you feel that God is praying in the, you're praying in the Holy Ghost and it's not you. Something is coming out of you. Yeah. Amen. And connected with God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Romans 8.26 As the Spirit itself make an intercession for us with groanings and mornings. Praise the Lord. We got to learn how to pray in the Spirit. 
to learn how to break through. When you feel inside that something is happening in your life and God has given you the strength, praise God, and the desire to seek Him more. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God answered prayer. I said, God answered prayer. Yes, He does. Amen. You've got to have a desire. It's got to come from the inside. You've got to get a hunger and a thirst. And it comes by getting closer to God. Yes. Where all of a sudden, praise God, you begin to feel a desire. You pray maybe half an hour. You pray one hour. But to feel a desire to go pray more. Because God wants you pray through. In the Holy Ghost, praise God. Jesus name. Praise God. I find myself that way. Sometimes I pray for two, three hours. And I go about doing my thing. And somehow all of a sudden I feel like God wants me to pray a little bit more. I, something begins to move inside of me. And I have to go and pray. I just feel the Holy Ghost. And I feel they got telling me to go back and pray some more. Yes. Praise God. So I go back and I pray. Praise God. Do I feel that God has heard my prayer. And God has done what he wants me to do in my life. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Ten minutes is not enough. Half an hour is not enough. Sometimes you'll pray an hour, two hours, and it's not enough yet. You've got to learn how to pray too. Praise God. you got to learn how to pray fervently. Where the Holy Ghost gets inside of you. And you feel that the Holy Ghost is praying inside of you with mostly groaning. And you feel you're connecting with God, praise God. Yeah. And when you do that, you come out of that prayer closet feeling yeah. that you touch God. Right, amen. We gotta touch God when we pray. Yes. We just keep praying God. five, ten minutes any old way. And get up and say we pray. We've got to touch you, Lord. We've got to it's so important for us to have a life of prayer. Yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, it is. Amen. Cornelius prayed. He wasn't a Christian. He didn't have the Holy Ghost. But the Bible says he prayed every day. He would fast every day. He would call upon God. And to the, to the uh, Gentiles, salvation didn't belong to the Gentiles, just to the Jews. But he prayed anyway. He wanted to touch God. Whether he was a Hebrew or not, praise God. And the Bible, one day, after he prayed so many times, an angel came unto him and said, Cornelius, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer. Yes. Then go before him, and I have come to give good news. And you gotta go to a man over there. Praise God that told Peter. And he's gonna tell you what to do. Right. And that's when the beginning of the church age started, praise God. But we got to be men and women of prayer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, that's right. The Bible says, It shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. And it shall be open unto you, praise the Lord. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Everything. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, 
sometimes praise the Lord. Uh, we do a lot of things in life that we think they're okay. The Bible says we should pray consistently. We should always pray without ceasing, the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. That's what God says. And sometimes we get caught up in so many little things. Like we think they were not getting harmed. But I caught myself doing some things. They're not sinful. They're not wicked. But if they're taking the place of prayer, then we begin to make things an idol. Right. Come on. Because we're putting other things in our life before God. Yeah. And I caught myself. There for a while I had a habit of reading the newspaper and I had to go read the paper. And I would spend a lot of time. And then I, I caught myself. I began to think, wait a minute. I'm spending more time reading the paper than what I'm doing reading the Word. Then what I'm doing, praying. I said, this, it's wrong. And I began to feel guilty. I began to feel conviction. So I got rid of it. I stopped putting the newspaper. And I got a hold of the internet. And I wanted to hear the news. I had to hear the news every day. And I caught myself that I was spending too much time there. And I was neglecting prayer and reading the word. I don't know about you, but this is how I felt. I began to feel guilty and condemn condemnation. And I began to feel that it wasn't right what I was doing. Praise God. So I went to the altar and I began to put that aside. To put that aside. You might think that it's not really important. Well, I play with the cell phone all day and I talk to people all day and I'm doing this. But if you do that more than what you pray and what you do reading the word of God, then you're making that an idol. Right. I'm saying this because I've been through it already. I've caught myself. But I made up my mind. Praise God. Hey, I do, you know, get in the internet more, and I haven't been reading my Bible, and I haven't prayed enough. I pray every day, but not enough. So I made up my mind, and, and then I was reading a book by Nathaniel Haney, when he was talking about the preachers, how they take vacation, they take, of course they got to get out, but sometimes they, they spend playing golf and doing this more than what they do a whole day. And it got a hold of me. I'm talking for myself now. It got a hold of me. It brought me under conviction because I was reading the Word of God. I began to seek it out, seek it in the Word of God. How Jesus Christ would go hide himself and pray all night. Pray hours. Come up in the morning and would do miracles. And he never, I never read in the Bible where he was caught doing nothing. He was always seeking for soul. He was always trying to reach somebody. He was always trying to heal blind men, yeah. crippled men, making them walk again, doing miracles, signs and wonders. Right. That's right. Praise God. So I made up my mind. I was feeling conviction. I don't know how you, but I was feeling conviction. So I made up my mind. I'm going to pray one day a week, the whole day, just give it to the Lord. Stay on my knees. Just, just give it to God. Nothing else. Praise God. So that's where I'm at right now. 
Praise the Lord. We got to get a desire. I said we got to get a desire. I don't say you don't have a desire. Praise God. But when you pray, you don't pray a half an hour or you don't pray a night during the week. Praise God. Then you got to examine yourself. I'm not going to go ask you. Praise the Lord. I know how I felt. And I'm just as human as you. Praise the Lord. And I know when I, when I got up pray more, God's not pleased with it. I believe in this whole church, the Bible says, if we get a hold of God and we begin to pray, if my people, which are called by my name, shall pray yeah. and humble themselves and seek my face, praise God, and turn away from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will come down and heal their land. Praise God. You want to go in great? We all make decisions individually. I can make them for you. Nobody can force you. Nobody can tell you. But we have to preach the word. Praise the Lord. Right. I said we have to preach the word. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. That's what that says. With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. We cannot be just like anybody else. He's something special. He's our creator. He's our maker. He's our redeemer. Amen. He provides for us. Amen. He helps us in the hard times. Praise God. Yeah. So he wanted to get close to him. We want revival. <coughs> we got to unite a little bit more. We are a group. We are a church. And we work united. Yeah. I said maybe five or six will pray. Maybe ten might pray. I don't know. Praise God. But it's important that we all unite together. And we all get the same burden. And we all pray an hour or two. One hour is not enough. Jesus told the disciples, Could you pray at least one hour? To me, that shows the minimum. At least, at least one hour. That's the least. Praise God. You examine yourself. One hour is not enough for me. Two hours is not enough. Sometimes I pray three, and that's not enough. I got to feel in the Spirit, in the Holy Ghost, praise God. If God tells me to pray some more, then I got to pray some more. Because God wants to do something great. And, he, and when He wants you, he, then God wants to speak to you. He wants to talk to you. Right. He wants to move in your life. Yes. He wants to do something in your life. Amen. So we got to pray a little bit more. You have to be uh, the one that, that will know, praise God, how the Holy Ghost is moving in your life. But you got to come to a place where you become sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Right. You have to become sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Right. Praise the Lord. It's dangerous thing. It's dangerous thing, praise the Lord, when people make others stop their idol 
and they don't pray because that little thing or that thing over there or this thing is taking their place of prayer and reading the word and they never read the word. But they got all day to do this and they got all time, a lot of hours spent to play with their phone or play with a whatever. Praise God. Anything, praise God, that takes God's place is not good. Anything that can take his place is not good. We got to put it aside. Casting, putting all weight aside, praise the Lord. The Bible says, putting all the weight aside, that so easy besets us. It's so easy to get caught up in a lot of things. It's so easy. Yeah, it is. Right. But I can guarantee you tonight that if we, everybody in the church, will make up their mind, I'm going to start praying. An hour, two hours, three hours. I'm going to get a hold of God every day. Hey, all day is a long day. For, for us to be busy all day and we don't pray an hour or two hours to read the word of God. Praise God. Pro Proverbs 18.17 says, Those that seek me shall find me. <coughs> Those that seek me shall find me. Yes. It's a promise of God. That's right. That if you seek him, you're going to find him. That's right. If you want that to move in your life, he's going to move in your life. If the church, if the church gets together, praise God, and we're going to have a change of prayer and fasting, praise God, more often, then God's going to start doing greater things, praise God. That's right. Amen. And we show by our actions, praise God, that we're believing God, that we're going to trust God, and God will do His part. Praise God. Amen. That's right. We're believing that God's going to fill this place up. Yes, Amen. That's right. That's why the pastor put a bunch of uh, benches in the back, praise God. Because now it's God's opportunity and it's God's opportunity to fill them up. Which we're making an act of faith. We're believing God by doing what we're doing. We get a bigger place. We're believing God the same way he's filling this place up here. Praise God. It won't be long. It won't fit here. So we got a plan to get a bigger place. And we buy a bigger place believing that God's God going to fill it and then it's in God's hands. Not ours no more. We did our part. Then God will come down and he'll do his part. But he will not going to do his part till we do our part. It's the same thing in your individual life. God will not do anything in your home unless you do your part. God's not obligated to do anything. But he has promises in the word. Call unto me and I will answer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is good. I'm going to say a few things here, and I want you to listen to me. I came to the Lord when I was 16. I went to Bible college in La Puente, California, and I graduated three years. And I would pray. I would get on my knees, and I would pray under the power of the Holy Ghost for hours and hours and hours, and I wouldn't get up. I'm not boasting. I'm going to tell you why I'm saying that. I would pray for hours and hours under the anointing of the Holy I was shaking under the power. And I enjoy shaking under the power of God. I was having a good time. Amen. Praise. I would stay there and I would stop Amen. praying. I said, I would stop praying for hours. I would pray with everything I had. And I would feel the anointing of God upon me. Praise God. But unfortunately, praise God, I went to the world after I came out of the army and I was in sin. 
I came back. Of course, I fasted 40 days, but I didn't. I fasted for 40 days, but I didn't have enough prayer in my fasting. I could have had more prayer in my fasting. My fasting could have been a lot better because it's prayer and fasting. Yes. I said it's prayer and fast. Prayer. I would feel when I, I would preach when I was real young. I was just beginning in the ministry, and I could feel the anointing of God right here in my throat. I would feel like a trumpet. I mean, another voice was coming out from here under the anointing. Because I went to sin, I came back, and I haven't been able to feel that anointing that I used to feel. But I'm not giving up. I said, I'm not giving up. Maybe it'll never happen, but I'm going to see God anyway. I said, I'm going to get close to God anyway. I'm going to do everything I can to serve Him and please Him. I want to get closer to Him. Amen. Praise God. I said, I want to get closer to Him. Praise the Lord. God is a good God. Amen. God is a good God. So, when I was very young, I went into the military. Listen to what I want to say. Before I went to the military, all the churches were praying, fighting television. Watch what I want to say. They were following television. There were big tents going up, a lot of Evangelists, big evangelists. God were using mighty by the thousands. They would get all those big tents would get full of people. There were miracles, signs and wonders. Devils cast out and prophecy was coming forth. I would see with my own eyes. Miracle after miracle. And then they began television was coming into the home and preachers began to fight it. When I was in the military service in South Carolina, Baptists were fighting television. And I would talk to some, I would hang around with a Baptist in the military, and they were praying, and they not live holy, uh, do the thing that we do, it's apostolic, praise God, but they were fighting the world, praise God. They were fighting television. The woman wouldn't wear pants, wouldn't wear makeup, wouldn't wear jewelry, just like the apostolic movement. And God was moving right. among among the churches. I remember when I was in Bible college, one day, we were, I probably said it before, I don't know, when I was studying, every, everybody was real quiet, classes, buildings after building, and all the classes were, you could, you could hear a pin drop. Everybody was focusing in studying the Bible. And all of a sudden, I was starting to, I felt something, like the day, it reminded me of the day of Pentecost, I felt like I went in, and the ground began to shake. And all, everybody in all the buildings began to talk in tongues. There was prophecy. The Holy Ghost would move in a mighty way. But they would fight in television. I kid from the, from the service for two years. I, they were big tent before that. I came from the military. And I started planting my churches. And I couldn't recognize them no more. In two years' time, I couldn't recognize them. They looked just like everybody else. Makeup, jewelry, cotton hair, women, everything else. You know what happened? Television got into the home. And television kept their minds occupied and busy watching a bunch of stuff in television they shouldn't be watching. Come on. And when, because of television, they were hooked up to the TV. They wouldn't pray no more. 
They stopped living holy. Hollywood got a hold of the woman. Come on. And God took his spirit out. Yeah. And you don't see no more of those television, no, no more of those evangelists, big white tents. You don't see that no more. But in these last days, that's moving in the apostolic movement. Because we're like, we're, we have holiness standards. The Bible says, Father, holiness, seek holiness with, without which no man should seek that. Right. Be holy as I am holy. Father, be with all men in holiness without which no man shall see God. Right. So God departed from them. Now, praise God, we're living in the last days. We don't have too much time. But whatever time we have, I believe the apostolic movement is already getting a hold of God. And they're going to get a hold of God more. They're in the White House giving Bible studies over there to our leaders. Yeah. And God's doing something. Amen. And everybody, all the nations are getting ready with their armament to blow each other up and to defend themselves. And, and, and we get, we're in the last days. And if that happens, the revival is going to sweep this world. And God's going to wake up everybody and they're going to flood our churches. And guess what? They're going to come to the church where you can feel the power of God. Amen. Where God's moving. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. That's going to shake up this world. And bring the truth back to repentance. Praise God. That's a lot praise. God's waking up this world. Let this world go over here. God in heaven. And the day of reckoning is coming. Shake this world up, Lord. Shake this world. And God's going to do it. If something happens, Hey, because God is shaking up this world. Amen. God knows how he's going to do it. Yes, he does. But the church, praise God, is going to be protected. I said the church is going to be protected. That's right. God's going to watch over the saints, praise God. Amen. So don't allow the world to get a hold of you. Come don't on. allow things in this world to take your time that belong to God. And you don't pray and you don't read your Bible. You're hurting yourself. Praise God. I know this might not be a... I mean, I can't preach as good as my son. Can. I told him, hey, son, good. you're good getting work. better all the time. You're getting better. You're doing, I'm, I'm proud of you. Hey, I'm not jealous. I'm proud of him. He's my son. <laughs> Praise God. And I'm praying for him. Him and his wife. For God to use him more. And there's no telling in this last day God was going to lift up some prophets in this church right here. I don't know, it might be Paul Ryan. Might be Nathan over here. If God's going to lift up some men and women, yes, some young boys and girls. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Right here, the church is going to happen. Yes, he is. Amen. You might think, well, I'm crazy. No, I'm not. You wait. The months go by. You're going to see what's going on. Praise God. You see God, you're going to find him. You don't see God, you're not going to find him. Right. But if we all see God as a group, we're going to find him. And God's getting ready to expose the tent, break God, and give it to grow. So we're going to need a bigger building. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said, break God. Yes, praise the Lord. We do what we can. What you can't do, you can't do. But you do what you can. God knows if you're making an effort to seek him or not. 
Are you waiting your days? Do nothing. You don't care about this. You don't care about that. But when you start putting the things of God more important in your life, and they become more meaningful to you, and you begin to get a hold of God, hey, things are going to happen right here. <laughs> right? I said, things are going to happen here. Yeah. Don't ever put yourself down. Praise God. The Bible says that God will lift up the humble and the meek and the proud. He'll put them down. That's right. That's what the Bible says. But you humble yourself, or we humble ourselves before God and sit down with everything we got, and things are going to happen right here. I know I don't know if here, but you know I just don't feel like I should keep going. Everybody. Keep going. Praise the Lord. There's power in prayer. And you yourself have to learn how to fall in love with the Lord. But whatever it is, you got to fall in, fall in love with the Lord and put God first. That's right. And don't waste your time doing other stuff that's not, not getting you nowhere. See, I'm telling you, I felt conflicted when I, I catch myself doing something like that. I said, wow, I'm, i got to forget this over here and put my time more time in prayer, more time in the Lord, and I'm doing it. I'm doing, I'm doing something about it. Praise God. I'm doing something about it. Praise God. God can get ready to bless. Yes, He is. I said, God can get ready to bless. I want to be part of it. I said, Amen. I want to be part of it. Amen. I want to get in there. And whatever God wants to do, He knows how to do it. Praise God. And you'll probably see the difference. I said, you'll see the difference. I can see the difference in people when God begins to get a hold of them. I can see it. I can feel it. Praise God. You begin to change. You get a different person. and You begin to pray. And you get hungry for God. And, and you're there giving it all you got. When you come to church, you're excited. You know, you're, hey, when do we dance? The Bible talks about dancing in the Holy Ghost. I remember when my wife got, when my wife came to the Lord and I did, the whole church was dancing. Every service. Everybody was dancing in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Everybody was dancing in the Holy Ghost. Every service. And the same thing is going to happen here. Praise yes. God. When we let loose, don't worry about nobody. If you feel like shouting, dancing, and running, let the Holy Ghost move. You're doing it for the Lord. You're not doing it for me. I don't want to do anything for somebody else. I want to do it for the Lord. <laughs> and then I'll get the blessing from heaven. Praise the Lord. Let's worship God with us. Come on, let's worship God with us. Let's get in the spirit. Whatever happens here, let's just get involved. Praise God. Let's worship God together. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Yeah. 